Hello there, and welcome back to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and the mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time. And you may have noticed that there's been a change at the beginning of the podcast. Super exciting that we now have theme music. Big up to Craig at One Stop Podcasts. He was the guy who created the music for me, and I absolutely love it. I've been vibing to it on my phone when he sent it as a message, and we've been going back and forth, creating it. I've been like, I want more bass, I want more depth, I want more meat on the bones, and Craig certainly delivered with that. So hope you're enjoying the theme tune as well. Get in touch and let me know what you think of it once you hear it. Well, you've already heard it, <laughs> and I hope you enjoy it. Now, it's, it's a good jumping off point for what I wanted to talk about today, because... Because what I wanted to talk about on the podcast today was about seasons of change. And it's interesting because when I started the podcast journey, I was thinking of all these things that I needed and all this stuff that needs to be in place before I could get started. And it was really jamming my brain up. And as a result, I didn't get started for a long time. What helped me was to clear the decks and say, look, just start with what you've got and things will come as you go along. And that's what happened with the music. It's been a really natural, organic and smooth process where... It feels right now. It felt right to concentrate on getting some theme music, music together. The timing was right. Things came together really easily and naturally to make it happen. And so we made it happen. And so without any force, without any you know pushing or strain or tension, we've arrived at a new season with the podcast. Like it feels like a new season now that I've added that. And you know, other things will come down the line that will feel like a jump up, an evolution, you know, a new season. And it made me think about change and the nature of change, when change happens, why change happens. And a big portion of that, I feel, is that life sort of mimics our weather and the seasons that we go through. Now, I'm not saying it follows the same pattern as, you know, spring. I can't think of the order now because I've started that spring. Spring, summer, autumn, winter on a cycle. That was embarrassing, man. Jeez, I couldn't remember the order of the seasons. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's not that our life follows in that, you know, that cycle and in that particular order. But I have definitely recognized in my life and in the lives of other people who I've observed and seen that our lives seem to go through seasons and in those seasons, there tends to be change. And I think what we can do a lot of time is we can pick our favorite season and want our life to always look like that. So if I was to ask you the question on here now, out of all the seasons that we have, which one is your favorite? You'll have a favorite. And then what we would tend to do when we think about it in our heads, we, we say things like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if it was always, I don't know, summer, if summer's your favorite season? Personally, mine's spring. The reason mine's spring is two things. One, I love it when you start to see the you know gardens change and grow and flowers start to come through. And that tends to happen early spring to late spring. And secondly, you ain't got a hay fever in the air. And sometimes hay fever can knock me for six and I get hammered with that in summer. So for those reasons, I choose spring, but I digress a little bit. <laughs> we then can want everything to look like that all the time because it's our favorite. And we miss some fundamental things that happen in the other seasons that are absolutely essential for the overall cycle of life to maintain its balance. And one of the things that seasons do is they change the environment, right? So you could be going through a season of change where 
I don't know. It's time to move on from a job. It's time to move on from a relationship. It's time to get into a new relationship. It's time to start that thing that you've been talking about for a long time. It's time to leave something that you see no longer serves you. Now, when you're on the edge of that or when you're in the midst of that, it seems so chaotic. It can seem like, you know, what there's, there's no rhyme or reason to this. Like, why am I going through this? It's too much. I can't handle it. But sometimes what can be happening is the universe can be reordering and reorganizing things in a way that you can't see in the moment, but on the other side of it, you recognize why you had to go on the journey that you went on with that. That's happened to me several times in my life. One time that definitely happened was when I was um, teaching in a school full time and I was pining for, you know, in my heart of hearts, I was pining for a way to, you know, expand and grow and do something slightly different. But i got so used to being a teacher, you know, teaching day in and day out full time that I couldn't see how I could make that transition. And because I couldn't see it, I didn't make that leap. And it was almost as if the universe went, I see you and I see that you won't make the move yourself. So we're going to make it for you. And so as a result, I found myself in a challenging work situation, one that really made me assess, do I want my work life to be like this full time? Is this making me happy or is this fulfilling me? And the answer was no. And in the realization that the answer was no, it became more pressing to move on, to, you know, seek pastures new. It became something that I really wanted to do and I got the motivation behind me. But I wonder if I ever would have done that if my situation had stayed so comfortable. So that season of discomfort actually served me long-term. Looking back, if I had not had a season of discomfort, I don't think I would have ever entertained leaving full-time teaching. So I wouldn't have gone on a journey that I'm going on now of doing things like this, like growing a podcast and, you know, building my coaching clientele and all the things that I've been doing, speaking, you know, speaking on stages and all the rest of it. There wouldn't have been space for that because my space was totally full with full-time teaching. And so that season came in and in, in the time when it came in, it felt chaotic, it felt uncomfortable, didn't feel manageable but things were being reorganized and reordered and put in the place where a way to get out of it and navigate to a new place became clearer. And so when I look back on that season, although it was extremely challenging at the time, I look back with great gratitude because it allowed me to move into this new place now. So sometimes seasons come in, seasons of change, seasons of challenge, seasons of discomfort, you know, barren seasons where it looks like absolutely nothing's happening but when you look at the overall arc of a lifetime you may look back on some of these seasons or you might be in the midst of one and recognize that it's serving a higher purpose than you first noticed and that's why it's worth when you're going through a season like that reflecting on it and yes recognizing your experience or what your experience is at, the, at, at that moment in time that's completely valid but at the same time Taking the time to reflect and see, you know, what benefit could I gain from this change? Or what is this opening up for me that wasn't open before? What could this allow to come into my life that I didn't even entertain before? How has this opened the scope of what's possible for me? It's worth reflecting on because there may be opportunities that we are not seeing because we've been holding on too tight to needing everything to stay the same. And I've learned this through you know, working on the allotment and seeing how that works, each season serves a purpose. They all serve an extremely important purpose. So, you know, spring serves its purpose in terms of allowing 
the plants to establish themselves and they start to grow. Summer serves its purpose in providing intense energy so that the, the plants can blossom and thrive and get to the point of flowering, you know, in producing the harvest that you get during the autumn time. And then, and then the autumn and the winter represents a time when the ground like rests. There's a rest period, there's a reset, there's a recovery period so that when spring comes around again, the environment is prepared, the environment is ready, and then we go into that next season again. So if we were always in spring, if we were always in that mode of growth, 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 go, 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 I wonder how sustainable that would be long term. We don't, although we might crave that, especially when we're in a slow period or where it looks like things aren't really going anywhere, actually, to be in that where it's just we're just getting hammered non-stop with growth, next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing, isn't sustainable. And therefore, is it really what we want or is it what the mind is craving? Because the mind will give us stories, will feed us stories about what we need, what should be happening. And if we buy into those stories, we can miss out on the natural ebb and flow of the seasons, the natural arc to our lives. There is like a resistance-free arc that is working its way through our life. And the closer we can line up with that arc and be in that, be in that place of least resistance, the more we will flow with the change in our life, the more we'll flow with the seasons in our lives. And although some of them, yes, they will feel challenging because we didn't see them coming or it, you know, it knocks us for six, what happens? We will be able to navigate it with far less suffering because most of the suffering that we go through in life is a result of the mind holding on to an image of what life should be and then life deciding that it's going to paint a new picture and then us comparing the image in our head to the way life looks and seeing that they don't look the same. Then as a result of that, we fight to make life look like the image in our mind rather than recognizing that if the image in our mind was not there, then we would be far more likely to just be in harmony with what shows up, to be in harmony with what is as it is. And that is the heart of the natural way. That is the essence of what it means to be a natural person. It's the capacity to allow life to take the journey that it's taking. Yes, we have intentions. Yes, we have preferences. Yes, we make choices to try and, you know, nudge things our way, one way or the other. Not denying any of that and all of that is important. However, there is a way that we can do all of that without resistance. And there's a way that we can do all of that with resistance. And all I'm simply saying here is that if we can drop the resistance, if we can drop the fight with life, if we can drop the need for life to look exactly like it does in our mind, then we may find that our experience through life with all its ups and downs, with all the challenges, with all the curveballs, may just be gentler, more graceful, more fulfilling, more enjoyable. And that for me is 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 at the heart of living a life that embraces and goes along with the seasons of change. Seasons of change are inevitable. You know, my son, Nathan, is on the cusp of a big change. He's at the end of his prime school journey. And in September, he's going to be starting in high school. And he has no experience of that, right? So it's going to be a big change. He's going to have to embrace new experiences. He's going to have to embrace a new way of being in the world. And yes, we're going to support him massively with that, but that's his journey. And what I will be encouraging him to do is to navigate that journey as gracefully, as gen gently, 
and as happily as he can. That's what I'm going to support him with. I'm not going to try and force him to do it a particular way. I'm not going to try and force him to be anything other than who he is. And I hope that giving him that space to grow into it on his own and to figure those things out will then help him to, you know, to blossom and thrive in his high school experience. And these changes are going to come, you know, all the time. It's sort of par for the course in the human experience. When you look back, you know, at the different phases of your life, you will see there's been different, almost like different versions of yourself. They're all you, but they all think different things. They all value things differently. They all have different perceptions. And these things are in flux and they change, right? Depending on our experience, depending on the things we've been through, depending on our wins and our losses, depending on, you know, just all those things combined do 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 contribute to the way that we shift and change and grow through life. And going with the flow of that change, to me, just seems like the natural way to go. And so these things happen. Change happens. These seasons tend to happen in life as well. An important question has to be, do I, am I aware enough to see what season I'm in? Am I in a season of change? Am I in a season of maintenance where, you know, we've just had a period of growth and now I'm just going to establish myself at this level here? Are we, am I in a season of, you know, breaking things down and, and, and creating space for something new to come in? Am I in a season of embracing something new right now? What season am I in? And how can I navigate this season in the most graceful way possible, in a way that allows me to continue to thrive, allows me to continue to enjoy life, allows me to continue to, you know, bring my best to life? What does this season represent for me? Just some questions for reflection when, you know, we have these moments and we can feel the winds of change in the air. Just because change is coming, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a disaster. That's one thing that I've noticed as well. Some of us, when we get so accustomed to a certain way, any deviation from that feels like, oh my God, how am I going to cope? What's going on, etc. And I can be guilty of that myself. I'm a stickler for routine. <laughs> I am. So when something deviates from that, sometimes it knocks, for me, knocks me for six. I forget everything I've mentioned on here. So this is a reminder to myself as well to be more open to change, to be more open to see what new opportunities might come along when we find ourselves in a new place. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and this exploration of the idea of change and seasons of change in our lives. If you found it beneficial, there are a few things you can do to support the cause. When you clicked on this episode, you will see at the top that there is a link. That link you can copy and paste and pass on to anybody who you think will get value and benefit from this episode. So if you feel like sharing this with your friends, loved ones, colleagues, anybody who you think will gain benefit, that would be massively appreciated. So thank you in advance for those people who go to do that. Another thing you can do is you can subscribe to the show so that every time I create a new episode and put it out there, you will automatically get access to that the next time you go into whatever app you go into to listen to podcasts. You don't need to search around and scrabble, oh, I've missed one. What's that one? What was the last one he did? You can forget all that and you can just subscribe. It's all there for you. Job's done. Another thing you can do if you feel inclined is to leave us a review. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can also do it on Spotify and just let, you know, let us know what you think of the show. That's grateful for people to get a flavor of what the show's about. 
It's also great for me to hear from those people who are enjoying it and maybe people who aren't enjoying it because I'm open to feedback just to see, you know, what the vibe is. And then that helps me create a better show and it helps other people be informed. Is this something I want to listen to or not? It'd be great to hear from you about what you think of the new tune or anything else you'd like to share with me. I'm more than happy to speak with you. You can find a link to my website in the show notes as well, where you can find the contact us page and send me a message there. Other than that, I'm going to leave you to the rest of your day, sending you good vibes and hope whatever you're doing, it's going your way. Be blessed, be you, and I'll see you on the next episode.